um, and to and to try to entice me to stay, she was gonna let me live with her Monday through Thursday, and then go be with her sister on the weekends. Wow. Did you think about that? Should have done that and had a reality show. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanigato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone out there that would like to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our email is oplpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us an email and we'll get back to you. Today, we're speaking to a man who reached out. Very simple email. The message says... I left my wife of seven years for her sister who was married to my best friend. Hmm. This feels like a very forbidden dynamic. This feels like something maybe some guys only fantasize about, but (laughs) would never dare to pull it off. Uh, But we're going to find out uh, what happened here. So we've got the guest on. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So can you just... I guess start by telling us about your marriage first, just your wife and, you know, when you met her sister and how, I guess, the dynamic with you and her sister came to be. So I met my wife in late 2012. Um, We were together for about two years um, when she got pregnant with our son. Uh, I met her sister, you know, back in 2012, whenever I met her too. Um, we got married before our son was born that way, you know, we just felt better about it. Um, marriage was good for a while, but my ex-wife now kind of made me feel like a single father, most of our relationship. And, uh, you know, she never really helped with the kids. She kind of destroyed my financial life for most of our marriage and just didn't tell me about it. And, uh, kind of trapped me into having another kid with the whole, you know, it'll fix things. It'll make things better. And it really didn't. What do you mean by she like our, messed up your financial situation? Uh, she was taking loans out in my name, credit cards, not paying them. Um, she had a car repoed that I was paying for. Uh, she was just taking the money and kind of putting it in her own account to spend on things without telling me. Whoa. Why didn't you catch uh, that? Because I, on the loan paperwork, her phone number was on there because it was through a credit union that her family's part of. So mm-hmm. whenever everything was late, they would call her and not me. So I thought it was getting paid. Jeez. Okay, that's brutal. So it seems like it wasn't exactly what you signed up for, but you, you did end up having a second child, you said? We did in 20, uh, 2018. And My daughter was born. Okay. And I guess the lesson here is just having another kid doesn't necessarily fix things. It made things a lot worse. What was the state of your marriage at that point in 2018? Like, did, why were you like, you know, if, if all this was kind of, were you aware of like the financial situation, like at the time of like in, in 2018, like before you had your daughter? Well, 2018 was when it started getting real bad with the financial stuff. The, the car was actually repoed in 2018, right after my daughter was born. But I didn't want to be that guy that abandoned his kids. I mean, I wouldn't have abandoned them, but I didn't want to be known as like, Hey, like he left his wife who had two kids and I just didn't want that, I guess, persona around my name at the time. Okay. Um, obviously down the line, I guess that changes. You sort of hit a breaking point, but her sister is someone that was in your life as long as you knew her. Was there sort of always an attraction or what was your relationship with her? 
Um, from the time me and her met, we kind of just clicked. And at, for the longest time, it was just friends. Like we were best friends. Like we would go, like if my, you know, now ex-wife was working on a weekend, me and her sister would go out and grab lunch or, you know, just hang out. There was nothing, anything there at the time, um, until the summer of 2021. But for most of it, we were just really close friends and that was really it for so long. There was never like some undertones of like flirting throughout these years? Yeah, like in hindsight, do you think there was anything there? Not that I know of. I mean, I, I never really felt it until, you know, closer to the time that things happened between me and her. I mean, maybe other people could look back at it and say yes, but neither of us really felt that way. Like we've talked about that before and neither of us ever really felt like it was there. Okay. Hmm. So what happens summer 2021? So summer of 2021, her and my quote unquote best friend, her husband, uh, they started having a lot of issues while me and my ex were also having a lot of issues. And we kind of were just both there for each other. Um, you know, we both knew what the other one was going through. So it was easy to talk to each other about what was going on in our relationships. Um, and it really just started as, you know, I think I can't remember exactly what I said, but I said something that could be, you know, interpreted as like flirting and she kind of did it back. And like, at first we both were kind of weary about it and didn't really want to go down that path. But as things got worse in her relationship and things got worse in my relationship, we both kind of, you know, just went with the flow. Okay. So was there some overlap between your marriage and this sister? Yes, there was. Um, about a year and a half worth. Wow. It's a decent amount. So yeah. what, you know, you just said before, like, I, I didn't want to be a guy that, you know, left his wife when they have two kids. What is that shift that occurs that makes you take the leap to, you know, be with her sister while you're still with her? Because isn't that worse in your mind? Than just it is. Yeah, it is. So what, what really think, pushed you to do that? I, I think for me, just seeing how bad it was getting and kind of realizing that there was no fixing it and I just was never going to be happy in it anymore was kind of just the thing in my mind that said, I can't keep living this way and I needed to make a change. Okay. The first time you were with her sister, were you like, oh shit, we just did something that we can't undo. Um, yeah, it actually, the, the weird thing is it actually happened in my car. Um, I told my ex that I was running to the store and she, and her sister was on her way home and we were just texting and she said she wanted to talk and, uh, I met her in a parking lot and it kind of just went from there. And yeah, both of us kind of had that like, oh shit, we just did this. So just to back up a little bit, you did say quote unquote best friend. Why did you describe it as that? Um, I kind of re like, so I knew him in high school. We both played lacrosse together, um, at different schools, but my dad coached him. So like we knew each other and when him and, um, you know, now my girlfriend got, got together, me and him got close again, but I kind of realized who he was after they had their daughter. Um, he wasn't really a hands-on dad. He was extremely lazy. You know, he was kind of just a piece of shit um, to his kid and his wife at the time. 
Um, and once I kind of realized like who he was as a person, cause that's whenever it really started to show was after their daughter was born. Um, me and him really started to disconnect. And the funny thing is actually my ex-wife got me the job where I work cause she works there. And my, her sister's uh, husband is actually a driver at the same company. So you guys all work and at the same got, place. So me and my ex work on the same floor. We're both in the logistics company um, upstairs and the ex husband works downstairs as a driver. We don't inter- uh, intertwine at all, but he was pissed whenever I got the job because he felt he should have it. And that was really whenever I figured out who he was. Cause I mean, he was just running his mouth to everybody about how he deserved the job over me. And the guy that interviewed me, who's the vice president of the company even said they would have never hired him because of his attitude. Wow. So you're during this year and a half, you're working with your wife, sleeping with her yes. sister, and also working yes. with her sister's husband. Yes, but I, like I said, I didn't really ever see him. Okay. But you saw that, her all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still see her all the time? My ex? Yeah. Yeah, so well, there's two different sides to our office, and she's on the other side. Wow. Okay, so for that year and a half what was going through your mind? I mean, were you guys sort of just having this affair in a honeymoon phase? Did you kind of plan with her? Like at some point we have to either tell everyone about this or stop doing it. Did you have a plan at the time? We really didn't. Um, I think for both of us, it was just kind of like an escape from, you know, the bullshit in our lives where we could just be with each other, have those moments. And then like, we really never talked about actually being together um, or really telling anybody. I mean, there were a couple points where like she called it off for like a couple weeks or I would call it off for a couple weeks and you know, it would just kind of end up coming back. Um, and then it all really changed in this, I guess it was the spring of 2022 is when things kind of took a rocket ship to where we are now. And I'm assuming that they both know that you guys are together. Yeah. So we actually went, the four of us actually all went to Mexico in May of 2022. And that's when the, her and her ex, um, had a lot of issues while we were down there. And when we came back is when she decided she was moving out. And that's kind of when me and her started having the discussions of me and her being together. I got to know, this is like a movie. Like when you were in all four were in Mexico, did you guys like sneak away and do it? Uh, we did not do that. There were a couple of times where we did sneak away and like had like makeout sessions, but nothing more wow. than that. You're like living on the edge. Like, was there any fear or I'm just trying to get to like what you're feeling in that moment. I mean, I'm sure, you know, just blinded by the lust or love or everything of the situation, but that this is just ballsy all around. It's extremely ballsy. Um, and I knew it, but I think there was also p- part of me that like just wanted out of my marriage so bad that there was that, like, if I get caught, I really don't give a shit. Mm. Did you ever like think about your kids in that moment? Was that something that would come up of like, uh, if they find out, how are they going to take this? Cause that's their aunt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we really never went down that path because we kind of figured if it ever did come out that like the kids wouldn't find out about it. Like everyone would just keep it hush hush until we kind of decided we were going to be together. Then it became, became more of a conversation topic. How, oh, so you're, I mean, 
yeah, your kids are probably young enough that they wouldn't even really, I guess, realize, or would they well, realize? Well, now, well, I guess what we need to get to is how did this all come out? Because now yeah. every, everyone knows, right? right? So what was yeah. the moment for you guys? How do you even approach that subject? Yeah, so she moved out right after we got back from Mexico. I think it was like two weeks after. Um, she got her own place and, um, you know, things were still going as they were. Um, it actually was my stupid ass that got us busted because for her birthday, she wanted to go see the, the new Thor movie when it came out. So I told my ex that I was going to a softball game, uh, went to the movies with her and I left the tickets in my wallet. And the next morning my ex went through my car and she found the tickets. Hmm. And confronted me. I was like, you went to the fucking movies. Yeah. And you just took that moment to tell her everything? Well, no. So I was actually asleep when she found the tickets and she woke me up and we were actually going to help her sister move a couch into her new place. Um, and when we got there, she confronted her and she called me inside and she was like, okay, we just need to come clean. So we came clean. My ex, you know, obviously flipped out. The kids were all outside um, my ex called her ex who then showed up and kept telling me that he wanted to punch me in the face, but he said that he knew what would happen if he did. So that was just a big thing. And, uh, I think it was three weeks after that, I ended up moving out into her house. Oh, wow. You moved into the sister's house. Yeah. Hmm. Now, the, the funny part about that is, though, my ex at one point during the time period where I was getting ready to move out actually told me that I could stay with her, but go see her sister on the weekends. Wait, what? I'm very... Yeah. Wait, so... Like she was accepting you of that, it? Right? She wasn't accepting, but she didn't want me to leave. She kept pulling the whole, like, I can't live without you. I can't be without you. Um, and, to, and to try to entice me to stay, she was going to let me live with her. Monday through Thursday, and then go be with her sister on the weekends. Whoa. Wow. Did you think so about that? Like <laughs> you could have done that and had a reality show. <laughs> That's what everybody else told me, too. Did you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? The problem with that is that according to the EPA, indoor air could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Sometimes it's... 100% more polluted. I'm talking about the air inside of your home, your apartment, your office. Think about it this way. We take about 20,000 breaths a day. That's 3,000 gallons of possibly polluted air that we are breathing in. So your question probably is, okay, that's terrible, so what's the solution? Definitely glad you asked because we wanna tell you about Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so that your lungs don't have to. And Air Doctor products use ultra HEPA filters. These things get the job done. That ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria and viruses so you know it's getting the job done. Ever since I got my air doctor in my apartment, I honestly feel like I can't live without it. It's just given me peace of mind. I was about to say it's a breath of fresh air, no pun intended, but it is. You know, I also have a daughter that's one years old. So knowing that I have that in my apartment, helping to filter out the allergens and the bacteria, it just really makes me feel comfortable. 
And Air Doctor comes with a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And you can head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code OPL. And depending on the model you choose, you'll receive up to 40% off. So you're saving up to 40% off. So lock in the special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com. That's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use that promo code OPL to get up to 40% off. Oh man, that is uh, quite the story. Also, why would she confront her sister if she found these tickets? Why would, like, I guess she had an idea that it could have been her? Uh, Yeah, so I left out the part where she saw my snap map. Um, I had not turned it off, so she knew what area I was in. Oh, so, so you she knew that I would Yeah. Okay. Wow. Whoa. So, okay. So she is telling you that she wants to stay with you. You can live with her yep. sister. You can live with her. Um, obviously, you decided not to go forward with that. No. That, that would have been way too complicated, as if the rest isn't. Do, do the children, are they like old enough to acknowledge like, oh, you're hanging out with aunt whoever now? Yeah, so my son is eight. Um, my daughter just turned five last week, and her daughter is also five. So that's definitely old enough to like know what's going. On. Are they like how do they know details or do, like how was that kind of brought up to them? So for the first, I think it was like six months that we lived together um, when we had the kids because we have the same schedule for our custody. Um, when we had the kids, I would sleep down in the basement with, and my son had a room down there too. And then whenever we didn't have the kids is when me and her would, you know, I'd stay up in her room for the couple of days. We didn't have the kids. Um, and then her ex actually ended up telling her daughter what was going on, even though everybody had decided not to tell them yet, he had gone ahead and said something about it, who then brought it up to my kids and, you know, me and my ex had to sit down with my kids. She had to sit down with her daughter and kind of explained it. And it actually didn't go as bad as I thought it would. Hmm. They were understanding of it. They were actually almost excited. Interesting. Well, why? It's, you're, you're asking the wrong person there. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I they, like they've always been close, but it was more or less, I think, the fact that like everybody was still sort of together. Got it. Yeah, like maybe still young enough too that it's just like this is everyone's family. Like this is yeah. just our group of yeah. people. Yeah. Like a sleepover. Yeah. We're having a we're having a permanent sleepover. Yeah. Right? Fucking. Basically, yeah. Wow. So right now, today, you're divorced. Still in the process. In the process of getting divorced. Yeah. Uh and is that the same for your current girlfriend so your ex-wife's sister is your current girlfriend now correct and she's divorced or in the process her paperwork is signed and sent in we're just waiting on the papers to come back to say it's official and you two are living together um we actually bought our own place in june oh serious are you Uh, so gonna get married um probably not i don't think either of us want to be married again ah okay it's just partners Life partners. Yeah. Yeah. And you still work with your ex and her ex. Yeah. Do you, so like, have you, have you guys ever 
Like, do you guys interact at all? Like, so as weird as this is going to sound, my ex is much more accepting of everything now. Um, she has her own new boyfriend who is Mr. Richie Rich and buys her everything and pays for everything. Um, so she does come around. Um, you know, they have got back to texting their Snapchat friends again. So that's something. Um, her sis, the sisters. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they're actually in a good place now with everything. Um, her ex-husband and me, not as much. He's kind of more defiant on the whole thing. Um, but he also is, he's a different type of person. So I don't know how long it'll take him. Hmm. What about the family? Like it's kind of the same in-law type of situation. Like are you still showing up at Thanksgiving? <laughs> Just different seat at the table. So, so last year I was actually invited back to Thanksgiving. Um, but there were two pe- two cousins that didn't want me there because they thought it would be awkward. So I didn't go. Um, and for the longest time, a lot of people just kind of avoided the situation. Like they would talk to all of us separately, but not about what's going on. But in the past, like I'd say four five, six months, probably since the new year, um, everybody's just kind of been more accepting of it. And no one really cares anymore because I think everybody sees my ex happy. Everybody sees me and you know my girlfriend now happy. So everybody's just kind of like, okay, like this ended up being better for everybody than we thought. Yeah. Was there ever an issue with her, their parents? Like, did you have to like have a sit down talk with them and explain or did this just kind of all organically unfold and everyone accepted it? Um, the mother, I did have to have a sit down talk with, um, and you know, she's much more understanding of the situation because she has seen how my ex was with me. Um, but I have, I still have not talked to their dad. Ooh. But I will see him on Saturday for my daughter's birthday party, so that'll be fun. Oh wow! Facetime us. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. Listen, I love your daughter. I know. I know you've heard that before. <laughs> That's crazy. Listen, you got. You, I can send you guys invitations. Be free <laughs> I don't know if I want to be there for this. Honestly. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. Do you? have any regrets about how this happened or like for you, is it just, it, it seems like everyone sort of ended up in an okay place. So it all worked out. So for me, there there's the, the regret that I have is how it came out. Um, you know, I mean, we had like before the tickets had dropped, we had had discussions about telling them what was going on and then the ticket thing happened. So it kind of just rushed everything. Um, outside of that, I really don't have any regrets. I mean, not ashamed to say it, but like when I left my ex, my credit score was like 447 because of her. Um, I have it almost a 600 now. I was able to put my name on a house that we bought together. I was able to get a new car. Um, you know, so I, I've turned a lot of my life around since all of this came out and happened. So there's not a lot of regret except for how it came out. Mm-hmm. And the kids seem to be okay with everything and like adjusting. Yeah. So like I said, we have the same schedule for custody. So we have the kids, um, we get them at two o'clock on Saturday and we have them till Tuesday night or sorry, till Wednesday morning. And then every other Tuesday we don't have them. Um, and they've adjusted well. I mean, uh, my daughter and her daughter both just started kindergarten. My son just started third grade. Um, but they've all seemed to, kind of relish in what's going on like 
my son had had really bad anxiety that he actually just got out of therapy for. Like this was prior to all this happening. Um, he, he's had it since he was like three, but he actually just graduated from therapy. He doesn't need it anymore. Um, so, I mean, the kids have been great and they kind of just love having me and her around. I mean, I, I don't want to talk a lot of shit on my ex, but like my kids tell me all the time that she doesn't really pay attention to them. But like, I guess you'd say their aunt when we have them pays a lot of attention and like treats them the way they should be. Yeah. Do you so, ever plan on having kids with your current girlfriend? So their aunt? No. Okay. No, no. That would make things even more interesting. Uh, yeah. Do you no, also, no do you foresee maybe a conversation again down the line when they're older and kind of start really understanding this family dynamic and how things shaped out and, and do you feel prepared for that one day? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've had that conversation where we know that at some point that like the questions will come up and we'll have to explain. Um, but my other thought on it is like, they were so young whenever all this happened that it's just going to kind of be normal for them. Mm -hmm. Like that, like not normal, but like it'll feel normal for them because they've been in it for so long. Yeah. And I guess it seems like, just, you know, understanding this and, and hearing this story, like for you, like this, this is a partner you wanted, like you love your girlfriend. Now you just bought a house together. Like it wasn't like, I don't like how my wife's treating me. So I'm going to get this retaliation by sleeping with her sister. Like you guys fell in love. It seems. Yeah. I mean, for me, like whenever we started, you know, messing around, like I feel like I developed feelings faster than she did. Like it took her a little bit. She just kind of I think she just liked having somebody that cared about her. And as we went on, like, I think she finally started to realize, like, that she also had them. And I mean, she's told me that, too. Um, but I mean, we're in a good place now. And so is my ex. Her ex now lives in his mom's basement. Well, it's a very uh, interesting story here. Uh, what, what what would you say to people who, you know, I'm assuming there would be some people in the comments who will be like, whatever you did was completely fucked up. And oh, I'm gonna get know. I'm gonna get trashed in the comments. <laughs> but like, do you have any sort of uh, defense or just kind of like, I guess, just justification? Yeah, justification or, for these people that may say those things or or what? I, I mean, for me, it's just, you know, I, I, I turned my life around with this. And I mean, the stigma is going to be there that like, you know, it was her sister and you're a piece of shit. You're an asshole. But, you know, like me and her have told everybody, like, if we're happy, we don't really care what anybody else says. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, we were both so miserable in our marriages and we found happiness with each other. So, like, we've kind of just let people say whatever they want and just kind of, you know, let it slide because I really don't care. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I mean, what can you say to that, honestly? Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, man, dude, we appreciate you coming on and, and talking to us and, and being extremely open and honest about this because, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of layers to all of this stuff. I wasn't expecting all of that. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a movie script or something, but it's it's your life. So <laughs> it's very interesting. That's what some of our friends have said. A lot of our friends have said we should write a book or make a movie. Yeah, I could picture it being like a Judd Apatow movie or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. You're right? Just, yeah, wow. Right. But, well, yeah, like Joe said, thanks for just coming on and being completely honest and, you know, knowing that, 
people listening and watching might have all different sorts of takes from the story, but it's your truth. It's your life. It's your story. Thanks for sharing it with us. Thank you very much for having me on. <laughs> all right. No problem. Good luck with everything. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Well, that's interesting. Well, he pulled it off. <laughs> the old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. Just for everyone thinking it wasn't possible. I mean, uh, kind of wild. I mean, it's a wild story. And like the fact that, the, you know, there's just a lot there, to yeah. be honest. At the end of the day, though, after the dust settles, you know, for him, it's like, dude, we're happy. I don't like, obviously what I did wasn't the best thing, but we got to a place where we're happy and... I feel better about my situation. What can you say to that? Yeah, and hopefully, like, for the kids, it, it Hopefully is, they're all right. Yeah, hopefully, like, genuinely they are, and they continue to be as they get older and, you know, at some point wrap their head around, like, well, okay, this thing happened. Like, I don't know if they're fully understanding, the, like, the events that took place yeah. to... to get this outcome and one day they will but um I mean, yeah when th I also mean, when you think about it i think that kids are probably more uh you know i mean 60 isn't it like 50 60 percent of marriages don't work out anyway how many of those are just like we're just going to get divorced i'm assuming a decent amount of those are uh -huh. like there's some overlap now you're dating a new person whatever like that's an adjustment a lot of people whose parents get divorced too they start dating new people and this and that Regardless that's of how old too, you are, yeah. that's a little strange as well. Mm -hmm. um, but that happens for everyone. <laughs> yeah. And the alternative, like he said, like in a terrible marriage, not like kids being neglected, his credit score going to shit, like him not being happy, it was like bad, whatever that could have turned into if time went on. So I guess, yeah, like... I don't know. You don't know what steps you would take if you were in that situation. Yeah, um, like you can clearly tell that that's a bad path. Like no one's happy. You know, you're feeling like everyone's feeling neglected. The kids are feeling neglected. The credit score is bad. Yeah. The, the loans and this and that. And now it's like you did a kind of fucked up thing. But it's like now, cheating's never cool. But but you have to do what's best for your life. Guess I so. guess I don't I guess. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad I'm not in his situation. Yeah, but no, that's not. He is happy, and it seems like everyone's happy except the his ex best friend. That guy got yeah. the shit end of the stick. Yeah, he, didn't he never even, did throw a punch, and now he lives in his mom's basement. And he didn't. He didn't get the promotion either. So he didn't get the promotion. Um, that's a toughie there. But it's tough. you know, but uh, hopefully he figures. Every movie figures needs one out. of those, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, for anyone out there that would like a. Uh, who would like to be on our show, hit us up. Our email is oplpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, just send us an email and we'll get back to you. Yeah, follow us on Instagram, TikTok at oplpodcast. Head over to patreon.com slash oplshow. And that is all for this week. See you guys next time.